Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the ASHP Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. This series focuses on leadership topics within pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, career transitions, and more. My name is David Chen, and I'm the Assistant Vice President for Pharmacy Leadership and Planning for ASHP, and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we are sitting down with the Section of Pharmacy Practice Leaders Distinguished Service Awardee, Christy Gullickson, to discuss her service within the section and the role ASHP has played in her development as a pharmacy practice leader. Christy is the Director of Pharmacy for Abbott Northwestern Hospital that is part of the Alina Health System. Welcome, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you, David. First, Congratulations, Christy, on being selected by your peers for this award and recognition of the exceptional leadership and commitment to volunteering for so many roles with ASHP in the profession. For our listeners, the Section Distinguished Service Award recognizes one ASHP section member each year whose volunteer activities have supported the mission of their section or forum and helped to advance the profession. Their activities over the years have demonstrated a contribution to the improvement of pharmacy practice that align with the section's mission and vision. And with that, Christy, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and how you came to be involved with ASHP? Well, thank you, David. I'm excited to be here and first wanted to thank the section for this wonderful recognition and really more importantly for the amazing work that they do to support ASHP and our leaders in our practice. First, a little bit about myself. I have been happily married for 30 years to my husband, Brad, and we have three adult children, Matthew, Taylor, and Lauren. I grew up in a very small farming community in northwestern Minnesota, and my parents were elementary school teachers and I guess really instilled in me early on the importance of serving others and probably helped guide me to my path in pharmacy. I went to undergrad school in the Fargo-Moorhead area and thought I'd be a news anchor until I started studying with a group of pre-pharmacy students, which led me to my path. I was accepted then to the North Dakota State University College of Pharmacy's inaugural PharmD class of 1990. And what I remember as a student really is just the love of rotations, just every single one of them. And what I recognize now as as team-based care, I remember my first rotation frantically making copies of disease state summaries out of the New England Journal of Medicine because I thought I had to know it all. And I was literally drinking from a fire hose, which I'm sure some of the students on the line here can relate. I was fortunate to have matched at Abbott Northwestern Hospital in Minneapolis for my pharmacy practice residency. And at the time, we only had one position, and I was really completely integrated within the management team from day one. And this experience really helped change my career course in pursuing more of a leadership track. And my first manager role actually came after my former director sponsored me and encouraged me to apply. So I have spent the last 25 years in health system leadership roles and interestingly ended up right back where I started here at Abbott Northwestern in 2005 and I still practice here today. Again, my passion really is in support of caregivers, advancing practice and developing others, which really aligns well with ASHP. 
So how did I get involved with ASHP? It's kind of fun to think back on that. It really started with my RPD, Bill Axis, who invited me to my first state affiliate chapter meeting as a resident. And not being from Minnesota, I knew no one, but certainly over time, slowly started to form a network in Minnesota. And that network is really who encouraged me to get involved with our state affiliate, served on different committees and presented at conferences, and also was able to serve on the board of directors as secretary and eventually president. After that experience, more locally, my friend and colleague, Lisa Gersima, recommended that I consider applying for an ASHP council. And really, my experience on the council grounded me in just what ASHP does in support of the profession. I loved being able to serve as a voice for the members in developing new professional policy and learning from others across the country together to advocate for the profession. And importantly, many of the colleagues I served with on the council have become lifelong friends, including our very own ASHP president, Nish Kasbaker. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much for sharing that. I've, of course, had the pleasure of working with you for well over a decade plus, but just also hearing and being reminded of the important role that you had with the ASHP state affiliates and just how everything gets connected across the country with this common purpose that we all have for improving patient care and our profession. Could I ask you to elaborate a little bit on your involvement with ASHP? And I know you've you've already mentioned that it's created lifelong friends within the profession, but are there other things you could speak to how ASHP, ASHP state affiliates, and what it's meant to you professionally and personally? And out of curiosity, what was the favorite part about being a member along the journey? Love to. Well, first, I think especially as I'm getting older, I think a lot about who I am as a leader, sort of my internal compass of understanding kind of what inspires joy for me to keep growing and learning. I've been doing this a long time. And I know that for me, joy comes from connections and empowering others to drive change. And I have referred to ASHP as my external compass. So bear with me here. We use a compass, right, to figure out where we are and how to adjust course to get where we're going. And I really think of ASHP as that compass for the profession. So, you know, in the midst of disruptions and challenges and and constant change, we can all look to ASHP to guide practice and advocate for our profession and our patients and really empower each of us as members to partner with ASHP staff and leaders to adjust our own course and create positive change for the profession. On a personal level, I am incredibly grateful for the people I've met through ASHP and the opportunities that I've had to serve our profession over the years. We know that healthcare is hard, it's draining, but in my opinion, there's nothing more fulfilling professionally than to be able to help others, patients, learners, and our care teams. And that's why we're here doing what we do. When I think about what my favorite part is about being a member, again, I I just go back to connections and people I've met along the way. And really the opportunity then to help others get involved when that timing is right for them. Timing is something I talk about a lot with our leaders and our residents, reminding them that they don't need to do everything at once. It's really okay to start small. Just reflect on what it is that you value and try to volunteer locally. And then for sure to find a mentor that you trust for guidance along the way. I know that's worked for me. That's very sage advice. I appreciate that. I think 
as you mentioned, over the, the many years that we're working with our peers and in our, within our profession, it's, as you mentioned, there's a time for everything. Find the right time and find the thing that's your passion point. Well, with that and your passion, just listening to you talk about your personal joy of driving change as a member of the section and ultimately the chair of the Section of Pharmacy Practice Leaders Executive Committee, can you talk a little bit about your work with the section and ASHP and maybe some of the projects or initiatives that you've worked on that you're the most proud of? Sure. So many amazing opportunities. I'll just start with ASHP and back to kind of my counsel on on pharmacy practice. I actually just looked back and we had developed new ASHP policy along with the board and House of Delegates on topics like pharmacist accountability for patient outcomes, pharmacist role in team-based care, just culture, medication reconciliation and and more. Really proud of that work. I also mentioned the House of Delegates. I was fortunate to have served on the other side of the councils in the House for many years. And the electric energy in that house is like no other. I, I would encourage everyone to check that out if you are at the summer meeting. It's really fun to see all the state delegates come together and debate and, and really improve the policy statements that were started at the council level. Something I'm very proud to have been a part of. Certainly, my more recent service on the section of pharmacy practice leaders was one of the highlights of my career. And for those of you listening, if you're new to the sections, these are made up of communities of members representing areas of pharmacy practice from academia to community, inpatient, clinical specialists, informatics, leadership, and much more. So I started out participating in section advisory groups within the leadership section, which really helped me understand how the sections contribute and and really the members of the sections contribute to enrich the experience for all of us. And a friend and colleague then suggested I consider running for director at large of the section. And I was fortunate to have been able to serve in that role and eventually, like you said, David, in the chair role for six years, which went very fast. As I reflect back on my time as chair, I'm just proud of being able to contribute to some work we did to rebrand the SPPM or Section of Pharmacy Practice Managers to Section of Pharmacy Practice Leaders and updating our vision and strategic plan. And this rebranding was really a statement about inclusion, stating really clearly that all leaders from all roles and practice backgrounds were represented in the section's work to support ASHP as a whole. During my time on the section, we spent a lot of time working with ASHP and HSPAL resident leaders to more formalize our approach to these programs. This ultimately led to a formal HSPAL SAG, which was embedded into our section and was the precursor to our new pharmacy administrative and leadership resident collaborative that we are enjoying today. Finally, I'm really proud of the section's work to develop, advance, and improve the manager bootcamp program. And personally, I just finished up my fourth year as faculty, and it's a really inspiring group of people, the faculty to work with, and with you as well, David. I feel like each year it seems to get better and better, and it's been fun to see the engagement of the attendees, HSPAL residents, but also seeing more clinical leaders there and folks from other outside of hospital areas. So I think it's just going to continue to get better. I think I could probably go on and on, David, but I'll stop there. And I guess what I hope that people take away from this is 
really the word opportunity. There are many opportunities to make a difference and get involved. And as members, really, it's our input and our participation that is needed to drive positive change, both within the section as well as within ASHP. Thank you for that, Christy. And, and I'm glad you mentioned the strategic plan that you all updated for the section. It dovetails really nicely to your comments around councils and House of Delegates in a way that I think sums up that change starts with a vision, which you guys ultimately put into words on, for the strategic plan document, starts with a conversation, and then these well-formed ideas become policy, strategic plans, which then ultimately drive practice advancement and change for the benefit of all. So really appreciate you sharing those projects and initiatives and I think really describing what we like to see as the essence and value of what it means to be part of a professional association. So I'd like to move on to the next question, less about ASHP and projects with the section in particular. You'd mentioned earlier a couple of influencers along your your journey. And I know we all have those moments in life or along our journey that have helped us define ourselves and shape the impact we want to have on pharmacy practice and leaders. Can you describe one of your aha moments? And was it something you were working towards or were hoping to see? And how did you respond? Yes, definitely. I've had many of those moments along the way. And I was thinking about a couple of examples I can share. One is probably more personal, and I'll start with that. That would be my daughter Taylor's journey into pharmacy school. When she was in high school, we had a lot of discussion about the healthcare field and different possibilities to work with patients. And I found myself even more proud of our profession when thinking about it and talking about it through her eyes. When she decided to apply to pharmacy school at the University of Wisconsin, I was really overwhelmed with pride. And I just knew that she would excel in the field, but also I knew what the profession would give back to her in the opportunity to care for others and, and really be part of a care team kind of bigger than herself. And now she's decided to pursue PGY2 oncology training next year. And we joke because I continue to defer most of the pharmacy questions that come my way from our relatives right to her. I've sort of lost my practice there. So the second moment is really kind of about the power of mentorships and, and connections. I have certainly in my career had my share of mentors and mentees. Some do come and go, but I've appreciated each and every experience I've had. And I really see this as a two-way relationship that's built on trust, respect, and shared value where kind of each of us brings something to the table. And I was reflecting back, I, I've had several residents and mentees who have honestly turned the tables and become my friends and mentors to me. And in what I hope are still mutually beneficial and growing relationships to this day, they know who they are out there and they have a very special place in my heart for sure. Recently, one of my more recent mentees kind of impacted me both personally and professionally when we were kind of talking through an evolution in her leadership role, learning new facets of practice from her perspective and just being able to kind of share and be vulnerable with each other about our questions and, and aspirations. 
So in this example, she and I were talking about a leadership opportunity that was requiring her to take a risk. And we talked through her concerns and what changes, positive changes could come by taking that risk. And I kind of just reminded her of her unique skills and the experience to do this and that she really shines in challenging others and developing others. And I I thought this would be a good fit for her. She thanked me for believing in her and really just kind of mentioned that that kind of encouragement really makes her believe she can do anything. And often that's even when she's doubting it herself. I know that she doesn't know how much that meant to me, just hearing her say that. And really importantly, I actually feel the same way about her. So how I responded to that moment, I think in general, those kinds of interactions really just solidify my joy and and my commitment to mutual mentor relationships. And I'll continue to try to be more purposeful in, in creating opportunities to connect and learn from and encourage others with that in mind. Well, thank you, Chrissy. Great answer. Really appreciate the story. As we go to our next question here, and just really appreciating everything you've done for ASHP, the profession, those that you've mentored. And prior, as we're talking, you've also covered many examples of leading, engaging, and volunteering. What I'd like to ask you for the final question is, is what recommendations do you have for our listeners who want to get more involved at the national level? I'm sure for some, it can feel pretty daunting on how to get started. And I know you've shared a little bit about your personal journey where people could pick up some pearls, but if you had to be pretty specific. Absolutely. Well, by now, I think you have a good sense of my passion for the profession and getting involved. So at a national level, first, I just want to start with a reminder and something that I I talk with a lot with my mentees and residents in that timing is everything. So you can drink from a fire hose and burn yourself out trying to do too much at once. So just take the time to reflect on how and where you want to spend your precious time, really, because this is outside of work and your home life. And it is a a lot of, of time, but it might be just one thing. So is it advocacy? Do you want to publish? Do you want to speak at a conference? Volunteer to be on a committee? Start small. I think the other advice is just recognizing that that imposter syndrome feeling when taking a risk to get involved. I don't have enough experience. I won't have anything to add to this group. Just know that that is a feeling that comes and goes for all of us throughout our career. And someone once said that if it doesn't feel uncomfortable, it's probably not worth doing. So kind of lean into that uncomfortableness and don't let it stop you. And then find someone who can help you navigate through all of the opportunities and start to build that network. Because I promise you that that network of friends and colleagues will be there for you throughout your career. And I think just the last thing to kind of remember is that ASHP's success relies on all of us, the members, really from all levels of experience and areas of practice to help guide and achieve our collective goals for the profession and for our patients. So just get involved and jump in. That would be my my advice. Thanks, Chrissy. And I couldn't agree with you more that many hands make light work. There's so much to accomplish that needs to be addressed within our healthcare system, and we need many volunteers to accomplish our goals. Well, I have to say, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much. And again, congratulations for your recognition as the Section of Pharmacy Practice Leaders Distinguished Service Awardee for 2023. And thank you for joining us for today's episode of Pharmacy Leadership and sharing your experiences as a member of ASHP. Thank you, David.
for you and our audience. If you have someone in mind to recommend for the Distinguished Service Award, you can nominate an ASHP member for this award each year from February 11th to May 1st by visiting ASHP's awards. And with that, I'm going to close out our conversation today, Christy. And for listeners, you can also find more exclusive content, including resources for self-development, leading pharmacy enterprises and teams, and practice management on the ASHP website. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the ASHP official podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.